Listen up, assholes. It's a dirty, dirty world out there. And I'm not talking about assholes. I'm talking about germs. Yeah, COVID, bacteria, jizz. And jizz is the new germs. Look, let's face it. We don't want to touch anything these days. It's gross. So be sure to use Jizz Off hand sanitizer. Because one spray wipes the germs away. Jizz Off hand sanitizer is made up of 75% alcohol. But unlike the others, Jizz Off doesn't dry out your hands. 300 sprays per bottle, made in the USA, and created by two women. That's right, ladies, keeping it classy and clean. So do yourself and your family a favor and protect them with sanitizer, masks, and wipes at jizzoffproducts.com. And be sure to use the code AHOLEPODCAST. Jizz is the new germs, so go to jizzoffproducts.com. That's J-I-Z-Z-O-F-F products.com and use that code AHOLE PODCAST. Don't get caught with jizz on your hands. It's embarrassing. Guys, we've all been in this situation. Last minute booty call, romantic evening with the wife, you got a manscape. You rush to grab that crappy razor. Ouch! Your weekend is ruined. That's why you need Smooth My Balls. Smooth My Balls is the next level grooming for the next level man. Introducing the Turf Chopper 2.0. The Turf Chopper has a premium alloy blade that glides seamlessly over those bad boys. And by boys, I mean balls. Never nip your sack again. It's also water resistant and easy USB charging. So you can plug it into your computer and multitask while tending to those testes. Order now at smoothmyballs.com and use the special code AHOLEPODCAST at checkout. Guys, don't keep the ladies waiting. Smoothmyballs.com and use that code AHOLEPODCAST. Hey, assholes, it's the big asshole, Doug Bass. I just want to take this time to thank everyone for listening to I'm an Asshole and subscribing to our podcast. If you love the show, do me a favor, tell two friends, and maybe they'll tell two friends. We're just trying to get the subscription numbers up and the downloads up, so I really appreciate everyone checking out the show. And don't forget to follow us on social media, at A-Hole Podcast. And if you want to watch the videos of the show, we got full videos on the YouTube channel, at A-Hole Podcast, or at Doug Bass Comedy. Do me a favor, subscribe to that too. Oh, guys, we got more assholes coming. Here's another episode. Thanks. What an asshole! Podcasting from Basshole Studios in Hollywood, California. California. You're listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. We've all been one, so let's talk about it. Now, here's your host, Doug Bass. He's an asshole, sir. He's an asshole. Hey, everyone. Welcome to I'm an Asshole. My name's Doug Bass. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. The YouTube channel is at Doug Bass Comedy. All those good things. Please subscribe and download and tell your friends and all that good stuff. Um, This is a great show today. Uh, This guest has been really hard for me to get on the show um it's been like a pain in the ass to really lock her down and get her on and uh that is uh my wife cassandra pyers cassie pyers is on the show today cassie how are you i'm well no i'm just (laughs) see now people think that that's how you speak and they're gonna be like what uh, I am doing really well. Um, I don't know if you can see. Try to speak into the microphone also, oh, oh, when, you, when you do okay, this. Move, move your chair I'm gonna up. Scoot, I'm going to scoot up. There you go. That's 
Oops. If you can't hear yourself in the headphones, then you're not doing it right. Oh, I can hear myself. All right, there you go. Okay. Um, hi. It's hi. great to be here on the Asshole Podcast. It's Thank been you. A, yeah, I just really couldn't find the time. I just really couldn't find I the mean, time. I mean, you really can. I've, I think I've asked you since I started doing this in the summer to do it, and you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, you live in the same house. Uh, I don't know what the problem was. Uh, you know, in lockdown, you get into a routine, and my routine is um, I'm really dedicated to personal development, which includes really just endless Dateline episodes. Endless yeah, I watching mean, I, I Dateline episodes. Specifically, I don't like the ones that are about. Um, I don't like the ones that are about serial. Co- I'll turn it off. It's about, if it's about a serial killer. Um, I don't even like it if it's like friends, you know, or like random. I don't like random either. Random's the worst. Random and serial killers, I don't like. I like spousal murder is what I'm into when it comes to uh, when it comes to Dateline. That doesn't so. make me and feel a lot comfortable. Of, wow. By the way, that's the problem is that you watch that shit all day, and then I live in the same house as you, and it depresses me. It um brings me down a little bit. <laughs> You're the one who got me into it. I got you. You didn't. You yes. didn't watch that before you met me. No. Um. In fact, I remember uh, when we moved into our previous place. Um. Uh. Our neighbor, Victoria, God rest her soul. She. Uh, um. She. Her whole thing about you was that you were too obsessed with the, you watch Dateline too much. Yeah. You know what though? I would watch it like uh, maybe the tables have turned. No, but here's the thing. I would watch it like maybe like once a week or every every other week. I'd watch it like if I'm staying in this weekend, I'm gonna put it on as a treat. I'm going to put it on and be creeped out or whatever. It is a treat. But now I don't like it anymore because it's on all the time. Mm. You you kind of uh, wore out its welcome for a little for me. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. It's like too much of a good it's thing. Too, it was like, too I much. I remember one time I ate like I was obsessed with Slim Jims as a kid. And then I, one day I had like 10 of them and I couldn't eat Slim Jims again for like 15 years. Right. I so got, it's like the same. Out. It's the same thing. It was like. Every time I would go to watch it, you'd be like, oh, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. I've seen this one. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I don't know if I'm that interested in this anymore. Can you imagine <laughs> being grossed out by Slim Jims? What what a li- what kind of – I wasn't even living well, those for are, those years. It's not – I mean, that's not the healthiest thing to eat. You don't even know what's in it, really. <sighs> Some things you just don't need to know. Anyway, I do like Dateline. I'm sorry. Oh, Waffles, you ruined the camera shot. Oh, well – it's a family. It's a family still, show. Is it still on you? Yeah, it's on me. No, it's fine. It was just wobbling. It's really hard to do this podcast with dogs in the house. I'm going to tell you that. This is the this is the uh, asshole podcast family edition. So I know, I know. We're just lucky we don't have some like rogue two year olds like crawling in through the door and then our. I know it's hard to do with even just the dogs. I got to put them in the you know the other room and stuff usually. But, yeah. Um, and then they bark, and it's supposed to be like quiet, or you're trying to do voiceover. And it's like, oh, it's a whole thing. But some of the most professional podcast, like podcasts that people are spending money to produce, I when they do interviews of people, you hear dogs and babies and things in the background. Yeah, like, no, it makes it. It makes it real. I mean, I you know I don't mind it as much, but like sometimes it's a lot. Like if if you're trying to do like a an ad or something, you know, you don't really want them barking in the background. But the show, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're home. I have to say, I don't know about you, I was fucking shocked when we had... Um, so, look, nowadays, Michael Phelps uh, and some of these other celebrities, like, they've made it... They've, re- they've removed the stigma from um, therapy and counseling and things. So 
as mature adults who want to nurture a healthy relationship, Doug and I, we have some help. We have some professional help. Um, and it's just someone who's like a third party that we talk to every week. But the fir- one of the first times we met with him was in the pandemic. Who Raise your hand if you sought out uh, marriage counseling during the, the pandemic. Um, anyways, he like I was shocked. Our first meeting, he seemed so put off by two things. One, <laughs> I was drinking, which yeah, you, you did know, warn me I, about. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I did kind of say something like, yeah, our first, yeah, we are doing uh, couples counseling because it is the pandemic, and why not? Um, but yeah, the first meeting, Cassie like shows up, shows up, you know, sits down in the living room with a, a glass of wine or a cocktail or whatever it was, and really? I kind of was like, I don't think you're supposed to be drinking during this. And then like, I don't know if he noticed it until like the second meeting or whatever. But I was like, yeah, this isn't like this isn't happy hour. This isn't social hour. <laughs> Like you're not supposed to be like smoking joints and doing shots I during there. Like a, no, shot. but if we were going to his office, which you would normally do, I would have brought a roadie. No, you wouldn't have. It helps me loosen up. Yeah, but you I can't do that. I can be more that. honest with my. You see how you see how closed off I was last night? It's because I didn't have a drink. Yeah, but but then all right, then that's another subject to bring up is uh, <laughs> how many drinks so are is that for next week. I, I don't know. I mean, Doug does this thing where like anytime he gets mad at me throughout the week, he's like, oh, "We'll talk about that on." Well, because That's, there's, you know why? Because there's no mediator and like in it, our lives just constantly. Well, that's what we're paying them for. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for an hour, for 50 minutes. They're always like very like, I don't understand why it's 50 minutes. Like why not 60? Why not the whole hour? 10 minutes. To you get a massage, you get a massage, you get an hour. You don't get 50 minutes. They do 50 minute massages. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. I think they do because you want to prepare for that next. It makes sense. But what is the 10 minute difference? Like just give you the 10 minutes. Because he needs to pull up his files for the next couple. Get on the next call. I guarantee, get his headspace into I the guarantee next. there's no couple. Actually, us. that's a pandemic. That's actually something that's come out in the pandemic from like in the corporate world. And we actually started doing this before the pandemic um, at my previous company. Um, we try to schedule 25 minute and fi- I don't do this shit anymore because when Unless everyone does it, it doesn't work. You schedule 25-minute meetings or 50-minute meetings, not 30 and 60, mm. because then everyone's late to the next meeting. So it makes sense I, if everyone does Should it. I like aim to do that for the podcast? Like, hey, yeah. it's a 45-minute podcast. Well, that's now it. that you're churning them, you're churning this out like it's a, like a podcast sweatshop. You've done like, I feel like, 50 <laughs> yes, of these in the past. There's, there's five like, kids under the desk uh, wrangling wires. They're, they're already, they're like loading in the dailies oh, as we you're gonna talk. You're going to get canceled now for saying that. Oh, gosh. Why has well, it got to be Asians under the desk? Sweatshops? I mean, whatever. Uh, you just you generally think of China. But anyways, what was there was a number two. Number two, what? <laughs> I need a minute. No. Um, no, the first one was... Shit. What are you talking about? You have to write Th- down the what I'm saying. I said therapy, and then there was something else. Oh, my gosh. I lost my train of thought. I mean, we were talking about you showing up with a cocktail therapy. Yep. Um, um, was it something else you did during therapy you were talking about? No, no, or the pandemic. I don't know. Whatever. We can move on. Oh. You're going to have to like keep track of my thoughts here. Well, how am I supposed to do that? I don't know. This is your first one? Like when I when you when I say that I'm gonna talk about two things. But you didn't mention what it was. I know. I don't remember what the original subject was. So how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to keep track of it? 
because you're my husband and you should read my mind. Yeah. All right. Oh no, Dateline. No, oh, wait. So oh, we said Dateline. Dateline. I've been the, yeah, because we were talking about why I haven't been on the podcast sooner. Oh, and right. frankly, I've been I've, very busy watching. I just Dateline. really can't be bothered because I'm just watching. I Dateline. know, and that's the thing. Don't even give me some bullshit answer. It's like I know what you're doing. It's, it's either Dateline or Real Housewives you know of Potomac or whatever. Potomac. Potomac, whatever. And if um, you don't know about Potomac, no, but it's you know. anyway, it's it's you you watch all these reality shows. I know you're doing work while they're on, but mm-hmm. it is kind of a mind suck a little bit for me. I hear that in the background, and I'm like, oh my god, this again. Well, put your headphones in. I always have to have my headphones in. It's like I live in a headphone wearing world all the time. I mean, I have my headphones on for this. Then I go in the bedroom, and I got to put headphones on to watch TV or block out whatever you're listening to. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's a sad life. Why do you want to watch so much reality, like 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 cheesy reality? I don't know. Um, Why don't you watch and- more scripted things than versus reality? I find that when you watch a scripted thing, you are on your phone nonstop checking in on what everything else is going on, but you're not paying attention to the story or the characters unless I force you to be like, put your phone in the drawer. We're watching this movie. I don't know. I always just feel like I'm I'm like neglecting something if I'm not on my phone. And but why I also is that? just Do you like re- you realize that's a sickness now? Oh my goodness, it's a sickness. No, it is. I know. That's why I check um You have your phone I in front of you during this podcast when you're, right um, now. Applying for jobs. I do because we have people coming over after. Yeah, but they're not coming over for a while. I, see, I run a tight no, but Schedule? like you are addicted to your phone a little bit, don't you? I'm agree? definitely addicted to it. Oh, there's do you no think argument you need, there. Do you think you need some sort of help with that situation? Uh, I need help with a lot of things, Doug. I'm not sure if I'd start off with the phone. Well, I mean, but some of my friends would say absolutely start with. The I phone. think because maybe the phone is actually maybe there's something goes back to my childhood. What do you think that is? I don't know. Like, were maybe, you obsessed with like electronics as a kid, like a Game Boy or whatever? I did love my game, but I was always a late adopter. I always got everything really late, like my mom. So we were just, <laughs> I feel so bad. We were, we were just on a family Zoom with um, for my brother. It's his 50th birthday, and I made a trivia game. And one of the first questions was like, when did John get his first Atari? And my mom was like, oh, didn't you get it when you were like 12 at a yard sale? I was like, mom, that was me. Mm. <laughs> Her like blood. How is she supposed to remember that though? I know, but I just feel bad. It's like his birthday. She. I mean, that was such an odd like like. Yeah, when did you get your first Atari? I, I don't know. I mean, I was trying to do the math, and like Atari came out in nineteen eighty one or two or whatever. And then like, how old is John? You know, I was like ten. I don't know. I think I was off by one year. I was it off was, by year. It was funny that the parents, um, were did the did worse than you did. Um, I was surprised but, at how well I did, but anyway. But that just goes to show right. sometimes parents can be, you know, a little, um, there's there's a generational, I mean, there's a generational gap between John and I. He's Gen X, I'm Gen Z, mm. millennial, whatever the hell that is. Um, we have an age difference as well, you and I. No, you're you're 81, you're still a millennial, I know. babe. I hate to break it to but you. I feel like I'm an elder But millennial. my mom, her hair looked wonderful tonight. Didn't it look great? She yes, it did. Done. My mom, my mom has great. She, I really like blew me away. Was the first thing I noticed. All anyway, right, but let's talk about you. This is uh, th- th- they haven't, they weren't on the Zoom. The audience, so yeah, they don't know what we're talking about. Um, are we just getting? Are we get? I thought like normally you like to chat for a while before you get into the. Yeah, yeah, we are. That, well, that's what we're doing now. Oh, I'm, I'm diagnosing oh, you about your your phone. Uh, oh, okay. Addictive. All right, I'm addicted to my phone, yeah. which my phone is in really wonderful shape. No, that's my old phone that. that you have broken. 
uh, even further than it was. Look, I have Doug on my phone. He doesn't have me on his phone. He doesn't have me on Instagram, not on Facebook. It's like he doesn't want people Do to know he's married. Do you have me on Instagram? I don't know. He doesn't have his ring on. Oh, that's because I'm doing the podcast. I got to work these. He's been doing the podcast for really a like, year. I don't like jewelry. I don't like wearing jewelry. Okay. I mean, I'll wear it. I have it right here in the drawer. Um, in the drawer. Well, it's right here. Show it to me. Show it to you? Yeah. Show me that you know where the ring is. <laughs> now now you're taking over the show? See, here's the oh, ring. is that me leading again? There it is. Okay. I'll put it, I'll, how about I'll, I'll wear it? Am I too close to the mic? I've been told that when I sing, it's like I'm, they're well, like, you're not giving a blowjob cast, you're singing. How about I will uh, wear the ring for the show? You don't have to. Why? Well, I'm not wearing mine. Well, I'll see. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing yours? I'm afraid. Oh, I'm more afraid. Doing a podcast. I'm more afraid that you're gonna lose your ring because you know this isn't worth that. That's much. what it is. No, but like yours. I mean, you're right. No, that's what I don't want to lose it. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't put past you losing it. No, I know. And that's why that's why it. it's dangerous. I would say for you not to wear it or mm-hmm. leave it at home or something. I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's it's in your bag somewhere. I know that. And it like. Is. It's in a that's, bag within a bag. Yeah, but like that's in like a pocket. But that's a recipe for losing it at some point. I know. Like leave it home or put it on. It's a, okay. This is a hundred bucks if I lose it. Not oh, that I've yeah. lost it. That's how much it was. One fifty. That's how much our love is worth to you. One hundred fifty. We were on a budget. Did I pay for the ring or did you? Who I, who's supposed to pay for the man's ring? I paid for my own ring. Are you, is that standard? I don't know. Seems odd. Seems like I should have bought that. Yeah, you owe me one hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I'll send you a Venmo. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> How long have we been married? Four and a half years. Mm. Is that right? Yes. Um, 2016. Coming up on five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Almost five. Well, five in September. Been together five, or six, <laughs> six years. Five, six, seven. Um, now, if we had a child and they had, uh, and you were like this on their f- on your phone around um, like a teenager, would would you be setting a bad example for them? Yeah, yeah, and I don't like that kids are on their phones so much. I mean, when I was a kid, if if you showed your face in the house between like ten a.m. and sundown, your parents would just be like the fuck are you doing back here get the fuck back outside the sun's not down yet get outside yeah used to be used to stay outside all the time there was a plenty to do i was as far as i was concerned i was on the u.s women's (laughs) olympic uh gymnastics team i had a lot to to prep you were on a gymnastics team as far in my head i was on the olymp i was on the women's olympic gymnastics team from like a long period like I idolized those girls. What year? Them, oh, what was that like? Carrie Strug and all of that oh, was like. Yeah. Tw- so there was. So I get it mixed up because there was Oksana Bayul in ice skating, which I loved her too. But then there was the gymnast. And I think you, it was like you envisioned that you were on this team. Why? I was so. I just loved. I loved watching. But you didn't do gymnastics. I didn't do gymnastics. It Thank was a, God. It was a I didn't fantasy need, of yours. I didn't need any more of a fucked up flat body than I already have. Um. But um, I did do I did do ice skating. I did do figure skating, mm. and I figure scat is that the is that the I don't know that if that's a term. Tense but of skate. Sure. I figure skated with my coworkers begrudgingly. Um, 
about a year ago and I skated circles around everybody. I'm not very athletically, I'm not athletically inclined at all, but I couldn't skate. So now I feel, I feel like you fall into the category of you're a child kind of with a phone and you're not going out and doing figure skating or roller rink or gymnast gymnastics. (laughs) I think every, you know, I think anxiety is like a big thing. And I think that, um, you know, a lot of people, have coping mechanisms and being on my phone is a way to cope with your anxiety. phone is like a, a blanket for like a child that won't get rid of it i'm like linus yeah except also pig pen yeah well pig pen what do you mean oh why but then why, also lucy pigpen? why are you like pig pen pig pen has a cloud of dirt around <laughs> i hope you're not like pig pen i mean uh, i mean i don't know people think that i'm like a hippie and you know like I do, I'm Why gonna I'm like gonna Pink I'm Pink gonna say it Pink right. Pink I'm gonna admit it to the world. On, their, on his face. I don't sh- I don't shower every day. I don't think you need to. I think that's too much. Mm, you shower before a appropriate. I don't work. I haven't worked out since before our wedding. When did you work out before a wedding? I wor- I used to love working out, but I worked out when. Remember, I had a I had a 24 hour fitness oh, membership. Yeah. I, 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 I remember yeah. going to get that. Yeah. With a group, LA Fitness or 24 Hour Fitness, whatever it was. You still have that, don't you? No. You paid for that for years, for like four I years, really did. and you never went. It was, like tw- it was like 30 bucks a month or something. And how much is that over five years? Oh, I don't know. I'm not A good waste at math. of it was money. Like five years. See, but- I don't understand that about you. You are very like, save money. Oh, don't spend this money. How much was that? What is this? You know what I mean? Yet you wasted five years of a gym membership at 30 bucks a month a pop. For how many years? How much is that? Let's see. Let's just take it down a couple. Not this isn't counseling, Doug. This isn't Monday, and I don't see Brian. So, so that's about two thousand dollars, if not more, that you wasted. Just did the math. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a vacation. You know, we all have (laughs) our thing. I'm not saying I look. I mean. Look, I mean, you get a husband and wife on one of these things, you're going to talk about stuff. I mean, this is like pinning you down for an hour just to talk is... Pinning me down. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that won't be on the video. That's something we haven't talked about. What? Pinning me, pinning down. Write that's, that one down as an idea. That's a wrestling... Am I supposed to take uh, notes? Is that why you gave me a piece of paper and a no, pen No, that was just there. Well, I'm going to write pinning me down mm-hmm. as an um, idea. Just an idea. All right. Just well, all right. Working out is something that you 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 want to do, or you, you have no interest in. <sighs> I mean, I should do it. I mean, I don't like doing really it either, but I I'm trying to start doing something because I'm 40 now. I'm more interested. <laughs> Why not start when you're 40? <laughs> and I know you're gonna roll your eyes as soon as I say this. I'm more interested in starting a puzzle than I am in working out. But what is that gonna do? I mean, that might help your mind. It does help your mind. Right. I don't want to get Alzheimer's. I don't want to. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Old timers. I used to think it was old timers. A lot of people did. I used to think it was roast beast. It can be roast beast. I used to think it was all uh, intensive purposes. Intensive, not intense and. All intense and purposes? Is that what it is? Yeah, and then I'll never forget when I realized that Jonah was like, for all intensive purposes, Cassie is a moron. I'm like, that fits. Mm. What kind of puzzle would you do? You know, they had some really cute puzzles at Barnes and Noble. There was like ice cream. Ice cream. See, I'm against the puzzle thing. I well, because you don't think we have space in this three-bedroom house. I just, I, I just 
think you're going to give up on it. Well, that's encouraging. Thank you, darling. Well, I'm just saying. I'm saying the puzzle, it comes out. It's a, how many pieces? A thousand pieces or whatever? You can get 500. All right, 500. Why don't, you start, why don't you start with like 30? 30 piece puzzle. 30 pieces, 50, Doug. 50 piece puzzle. 50 piece puzzle. <laughs> I, look, I'm telling you right now, and I'm going to tell you again later. Uh, 50 piece puzzle. You start with that. See if you do it. Mm. See how long it takes. And you complete that, then you move up to uh, 100 piece or 200 piece. Okay, I think we can move on from this subject. I, I mean, I, look, I'm I'm concerned that it's just going to be sitting out the whole time. Or you're going to lose a piece, and then you're going to get pissed. And no, but Sarah, like, they actually make these things now where it's a roll-up mat for your puzzle. So once you're done f- with it for the day, it's on this thing, and you roll it up. And then when you're ready to do it again, you unroll it. Mm. So, just, well, like, just like the paint that you bought that you were going to do paint night. I did do paint. Mm. I did paint. There, We have paintings. There's paintings in the bathroom. There's two. Those were made in Hawaii on vacation. No, that's one that's in there. In the bedroom, there are two paintings that I made. There's the splatter paint okay. and there's the mountains. Well, what happened to doing that? You did that once. That was supposed to be like every okay, week. Okay. <laughs> Yahtzee, Doug. I'm not calling you out for every project you've started Go and ahead. not finished. Call what, hap- what happened? What, listen, Farmer Joe, what happened to the corn stalks in the back? Oh, I, I tried like doing that. Like we're friggin' Idaho I here. tried doing that. Living and, in uh, Hollywood. I spent, all sum- I spent all summer doing that. And you got a corn... St- that's the most bizarre and I ha- vegetable garden. I had four pieces... Urban vegetables. I had four pieces of corn. I ate them. You were not in town when they were ready to be eaten. And I ate them, and they were good. And that was it. And... um. It was very hard to grow. I, I tried. I spent like three hundred dollars trying to do that garden, and mm-hmm. I got like a couple tomatoes and a, and a couple pieces of corn out of it and some herbs. Everyone's, and I'm done. Everyone started a new hobby, and some of them stuck, and some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. Right. Well, that's all right. I mean, yeah, it's time for uh, hobbies and growth. I'm a better. I'm a better chef than I am a painter. Mmm. Delicious. I am. Cassie made. Uh, I I brought you back from COVID death with my. Cassie made me uh, sandwiches every day, um, eggs. What else? Pastas. Pastas, meat, meat, meats, tacos. Tacos. But like, really, these all sound like basic things. But I. But they were big for you. They're because flavorful. They were very good. Pack a lot of and flavor. you weren't you weren't really cooking much uh, during. Uh, I mean, you started during uh, uh, the pan- pandemic. pandemic yeah. What are you? Are you reading your chat messages or something? No, oh, I have, do you seem I have distracted? N- I have notes in front of me. Oh, okay. What are you talking? It about? It looks like you're like like sidebarring. No, with, no, no. With I have notes in front of me. Do you think this is all just off the top of my head? <laughs> well, I was actually kind of hoping oh, this is well. prepared. <laughs> well, is you prepared. you asked me before we started recording. Did you prepare? So why uh, would you ask that? <laughs> Um, so the cooking has stopped. Love and marriage, the cooking has stopped the past couple weeks. Marriage. So what happened to the cooking? Uh, <laughs> you know what happened to the cooking. We're not going to get into the details of what I've been busy with, but I've been no, busy. I know, I know. And well, the um, cooking return. That's what I got. Kind of the cooking will return. Um, the cooking will return. It's going to return. You know what? I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go east a little bit, and I'm going to get some inspiration from. Oh, um, from Memphis, oh, all right. from Memphis, and that actually that could segue into what um what I thought you know maybe we could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have other things you want to talk about, but 
I was inspired by some of the other um, podcasts that you have. As I was thinking about, I'm like asshole stories. It's like where I've like I've asked some people what their asshole stories are, and they're and they're they like they're like I don't really know if I have any. I'm like what? I'm like I could. I could tell stories right. for months. Well, that's the thing. People come on here, and a lot of them are um, worried pussies? or scared. Well, yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah, it depends on what kind of job they have. They, it depends on who they are. I don't Most know. Most of our friends don't have jobs. Let, no, I'm not saying everyone. Let's be, let's be I'm, real. I'm not saying everyone, but I, but you know, certain people. Yeah, I mean, you know, or they just yeah, they they are they are kind of timid and no, I'm just I'm just yeah. kidding. Our friends, our friends have jobs. Um. I'm just, I'm just being an asshole. I guess yeah. it is the asshole podcast. Um, what? All right. No, I think that people are afraid to. I think people are afraid to admit when they're assholes. I do think there are genuinely things that what I've learned. What I'm bad at is, especially, especially when I've got liquid courage. I tend to think so. Vulnerability. Let's back it up. Vulnerability. Mm. So I have a friend who like aces is winning the game of life when it comes to vulnerability and it pays off in spades and she's actually someone who i'm meant to see on this trip that i'm embarking on which we'll talk about um my friend jess she is um she is a strong character um but and she just can say the most outlandish shit sometimes like even Mm. in a professional setting but she's so unabashedly her and she's she's a genuine i mean underpinning it all is she's a genuinely great person she's always there for her friends and she's very um giving like very very giving um very generous person very sweet like ride or die girl she's never judged me she's awesome we're besties but she's also just herself and so comfortable in her shoes and even if people at first are like oh she's I wouldn't I wouldn't do that or say that or this that I think because she's so just unabashedly herself people respect that Mm. um yeah I mean there is a certain you know like if if people are their true their true selves um there is a respectfulness that comes out of it I think you fall into that category as well sometimes but I flip-flop sometimes and and that doesn't work I feel like it's worse with me but what I was going to say is like sometimes I'm too open about things and I think that I'm in the trust nest especially when you're drinking sometimes like you think that you're in the trust Mm. nest and you're not you are in a thorny patch of thorns and yeah I mean there's (laughs) vultures around you and they're gonna peck your eyes out if you're not careful well and, i mean yeah because when you're you when you have a few drinks i mean there are times where I just say whatever or whatever you know it's, it's me specifically yes yeah, I, I mean, do yeah i mean you know but it's it's i overshare it's called oversharing. oversharing i overshare and everyone may not be at the level that you're at at that point and it's almost like whoa what I just don't like judging, but who gives a shit? It's not like I like, I could see if I said that I like murdered somebody, but like, I don't know. As long as you haven't murdered, you haven't murdered or like hurt someone intentionally, emotionally, physically, or otherwise. Like, if you just start doing, you like, you know, if you, there's just so many judgmental people in the world that like, oh, you've got to, you've, you got to follow this path and you've got to do this at work and you've got to do this in a relationship and you've got to do this as a 
daughter and you got to be, you know, it's like no one, you know, we don't have to do really anything, but mm. be respectful towards each other and be loving and kind, you know, and then otherwise it's like, do you? And, um, but I think sometimes I probably shoot myself in the foot because I, I'm kind of like halfway in halfway out with the honesty stuff. And maybe sometimes I, a friend of a friend of mine, we were talking this weekend and she was like, She's, I mentioned, I told her that I describe her as having a big personality, which is like 99% of my friends. And, um, and she was like, oh, is it too much? But then we were talking about it and she's like, I was like, I, it's, it's never who, who you are is never the problem. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you can shoot yourself in the foot when, especially like if you're dating and you try to be someone different on that first or second date, like your shit's going to come out. You gonna show your ass? Well, they usually say like when people are dating, like the third date is like when you really find out who this person is or how they are or why true you, colors or whatever. Why don't you share a little bit about our first date and tell me if you feel like I hit anything? No, on no, that I'm, first not, I'm not saying. No, every, no, no, that's everyone. what I'm saying. But I'm saying in right. general, uh, you know, there was some article I think I read a while ago. Like they say, like yeah, three dates, and you kind of really? you kind of know, you know, either this person's for you or not, or you like their, you know, personality or whatever. Um, so, you know, you know, by the third date. Well, that's what they're saying. I mean, most guys don't well, even let it get to the second, the second date, let alone, well, it depends what I think, city you're I in. In Austin, they're ready to marry you the second date. Most first dates, I think everyone is like the best, their, their best self or yeah, they're putting on a front or timid, not sure how to, how to act towards the person or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like, I think on our first date, like, yeah, I, w I was kind of, like, timid because I was, like, you know, I was, like, oh, like, I think because it took us so long to actually meet. And what was I like? <laughs> well, you were great, but, I mean, like, you were, you were um, yeah, you were outgoing and, you know, uh, That's forward. Forward is forward, yes. very forward. I love how you say forward. Forward. Oh, forward. forward. No, it's cute. I like but, it. I mean, it's... Uh, for me, going into it, like I don't know what your what your like um, intentions were when you first met me. I mean, obviously, you you know we both were like dating around or whatever and single. But um, I was more like, oh my god, like it took us a year to actually meet in person, and we had like you know some sort of connection. So I was like, yeah. I'm like, well, there's there's either gonna be like you know the first date we go we go out waffles stop. The first date that we go out, it's either it's either gonna be like this date and that's it. It could be, you know, like it could be like one dinner date and then yeah. like we don't talk anymore or it's over or whatever or we're not into it or whatever. Um, so I go into it trying to be my best self and uh, you know nice and a gentle. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's yeah. like, there's pressure on it if you're really interested in the person on paper or like what they look like and what they do and how, how they are. There is, but like, um, but pretending time, to yeah. be, I mean, in that scenario, I mean, I never pretended to be like someone I wasn't, but no, no, I was, I was the nicest version of myself and, you know, trying to be, you know, a good person, a good guy, you know, a good date first, good first date. You, and you were great. I mean, honestly, the moment that like after as we were like finishing dinner and you suggested karaoke I was like honestly where do I sign like I just need to know where the paperwork is because I'm ready and the cool thing <laughs> hold is, on is, let me get my briefcase the, the cool thing is 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 like a what a year and a half barely a year and a half later that's exactly where we got engaged but that night like 
You asked if we could go to karaoke. I was like, dude, this guy is singing. And not only did you take, it would have been one thing if you took me to karaoke and you just watched me sing the whole time, mm. but you got up there and sang and you sang well. I, I mean, I guess I don't care that you sang well, but you were just super into it and it was just fun. And I could tell that we were into the same shit. And then we got back to the hotel room and then I was just like, to be honest, like I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like if I were a guy, you might've like accused me of me tooing you because I was like, or can't, I could have gotten canceled um, because <laughs> because I said, I was like, let's go back and watch movies. And I'm pretty right. sure I damn well knew that yeah, I'm not paying for movie. You know, like I I'm in a hotel know. room. And I was like, oh, let's pay for a movie. And then I'm like, oh, oops, no movies. Um, Hey, like no pressure. I, th- I but think like, I was more. I, I, well, I was more like, you know, yeah, I was like, because I, I, wanted, I wanted to see you again. So it was like. I think I came from the world of like, oh, okay, like if we hook up, like, you know, it might be like a, a one and done thing or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, that's how I feel like that's because what I was women like, worry about. Well, because like, I don't I, I don't know you and like, I don't know. I mean, obviously you were here for work and like you're busy and you got shit going on. You know, I, I don't know. You know, and like, yeah, I got, I had stuff going on certain days and stuff. But um, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like you don't want to screw it up, you know? Like, cause if it yeah, is, you don't want, you don't want to, you don't want to like do something crazy. Like, like, like say like, I love you. Oh yeah. Like, like night. you did, like, but I there did. was also alcohol involved. So it's like, it's, it, there's all these different variables where it's like, all right, like, are we going to hook up? We're drunk. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I, yet I still want to, I still want to talk to you in the morning. But you know? here's the, my theory is that you can do just about anything that is like, not complete, like that's not violent or completely insane. And like, it's not going to change somebody's opinion of you if they like you. Like you already knew that you really liked me and you saw all these things in me. I checked all these boxes that you didn't think that a girl could check. And that's why I could say crazy shit. Like I love you on the first night and Mm -hmm. like, you know, ask you like, when are you going to kiss me? And when are you going to unbutton my dress? And you know, things like that. I was very aggro the first, (laughs) the first date, but you liked me. And that's like when guys are like, I don't, I'm not ready to be in a relationship with you ladies. Where's, where do I look into? Is this the camera that I look into? Yeah, ladies, when, a, with you on when it, a guy, <laughs> when a guy says I'm not ready for a relationship, the with you is silent. <laughs> mm. Remember that when, if you, if someone right comes along, I don't care. You're not going to let, if they're really right and you know it, you're not going to let them go. So like. I don't think in I would be willing to bet that in the history of the world, very rarely is someone like recognized that someone is great and perfect for them and been like, but you know what? I'm just not emotionally available. It's okay. No, he keeps screwing up the show. All right. Well, he's our son. I know, but like, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Here, I'll, um, just leave it. It's very unprofessional. It's COVID. Everyone understands. Penny, don't go over there. I swear to God. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All hell is breaking loose in the studio. Anyway. It's a doggy dog world. Now it interrupted your story, which was good. No, it's okay. No, we got it. I think we got it. I think we got it. Um, You know, the point is, is the point is, what is the point? No, the point is vulnerability. So with this asshole show. Some people, most people, it just seems are not vulnerable enough. And I don't, and I don't blame them necessarily because vulnerability is hard enough when you're, I can't even say vulnerability. It's such a difficult, it's like Marlboro. I can't say that. Luckily, I'm not a smoker, so it doesn't matter. But Marlboro, man. Vulnerability. Vulnerability is really what we're talking about here. Vulnerability is the ability. No. 
So vulnerability, it's difficult enough with someone that you know and trust, but with the whole world, I get it. But here's the deal. This is the Asshole Podcast. If you're going to come on the show, tell a fucking story about a time that you were an asshole. I'm prepared to do that. Right. Now, am I going to tell my worst asshole story? No. Because this right. is public. That's true. Well, Cassie has set everyone uh, straight that do, does want to come on the show. Yeah, you should live up to those standards. I'm not calling anyone out. No, I know. All right. Well, this is the Asshole Podcast. So, yes, we do want to dive into uh, a story, a time in your life that you were uh, an asshole. It can be um, an isolated incident, a chunk of time in your life. Cassie doesn't like when I say chunk of time. She, she said I should say period of time, but then I'm like, that makes me think of a, a period. Not the uh, grammatical way. Um, so I'm saying chunk. He's a 14-year-old boy. Chunk of time in your life that you were an a-hole. Maybe you're one right now and you're dealing with it. Maybe someone thinks you are one and you weren't. Maybe you dealt with one and you had to tell them to go fuck off. Any of those uh, things uh, that you'd like to share with the audience. Yeah, it's like it's... <sighs> I don't know if ironic is the right word, but um, it's definitely disappointing to me. It's I, I can't even say it's a chunk or period of time. I feel like it's a lifelong condition that I like the thing that I enjoy. One of the things I enjoy the most in life is also a time where I am often an asshole. Mm. Um, and that is traveling. I am an asshole traveler sometimes like, Am I, um, an, you know, am I um, disrespectful of other cultures? Am I rude? Am I, um, you know, highly demanding to service people? No, but um, I definitely inconvenience myself, others. Um, yeah. I just do stupid shit when I travel because like I'm what? very bad at time management, which is something that I'm working on in counseling. Um yeah, I guess I'll just random. I wrote down, <laughs> here we go. This is, I talked to you about this idea before um, and it's not written, it's not written down. So I'm going to read out the, the titles for five different stories that I can talk about. Um, and just by the, the title alone, you pick the first thing I talk about. So I wrote down tanning bottle and there's actually two stories there. Lounge, sneaking first class, fart covered face, <laughs> helicopter ride. All and right. then also let's throw in there. We'll definitely talk about Iceland at the end because that's a, like a group story. That's a couple story. What about St. Lucia? Uh, that's a helicopter. Okay. All right. So let's do, let's do. Um, so tanning bottle, lounge, sneaking first class, fart covered face. Let's helicopter do ride. fart covered face, tanning bottle and St. Or uh, helicopter. We'll, we'll talk about all of them. It's just the order. All okay. Right, whatever you want. So fart do. covered face, which is funny because I have like serious gas right now. Um, <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> this is a small studio, by the way. <laughs> I know. Uh, why do you think Penny is like uh, laying down for All cover? Right. All right, Anyways, okay, fart covered face. So, um, so I love this. <laughs> this is kind of a quick one. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, look, our bodies were clearly made such that we fart. So it's like, and what else are you gonna fucking do if you have to fart? So we were, and in this particular scenario, I didn't have any, so I'm, I'm anyways, I was, I'm on a flight home from Vegas. I had gone to Vegas for one night to see, um, John Mayer and, um, Dave Chappelle and I'm coming home and I'm excited to 
you actually stayed home that night. You weren't going. You were tired that night and didn't want to go out. But I was going to meet. I didn't friends. want to go to Vegas that night. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> oh. I was coming back to L.A. Oh. I met Ty for dinner, and then I went to a New Year's Eve party. Now, before anyone tries to cancel me, this was before COVID. This was like years ago. Mm. Um, I think it was heading into 2019. Um, so this was a while ago. But anyways, um, you know, like it was Vegas and um, I had eaten a lot. I actually that day I was alone. I spent the whole day like basically watching football um, at the uh, at the win. Um, you know, they have that really nice right, like right. bar area. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I ate a lot and I had some gas and uh, we were descending. And, uh, you know, when you're descending, you're, you can't get out of your seats. It's not like I could like. I can't open a window, obviously, or the woman next to me would get sucked out of the window. We don't want that. I can't get up and go to the bathroom. So I had to just fart in my seat. And apparently it was so bad. The I shit you not, the woman, she was wearing like a little, like one of those silk scarves and she pulled it over her nose and wore it over her nose for the rest of like the descent. See, now people are glad they have to wear masks. I know. See, it's a benefit. See, with that kind of situation, I always test uh, the situation out. Like, I'll, like, let it out a little bit and be like, does this smell? I don't know. Like, I'm going to hold it in if it's really bad. Why were you right? Was was I telling that story too long? You were, like, rushing me. I feel like your other guests, like, take way longer to tell a story. And you're like, oh, get to it, get to it, get to it. Well, you're saying you're at the win. Well, I'm trying to set it up. Yeah, well, we don't need to know you're at the win. Oh, fuck's sake. I like the one. All right, what's next? We had um, Tanning right. Bottle, Lounge. Tanning Bottle. Okay. There's two stories to this. I have a, So here's the thing. I'm uh, Vacations to me living in New England, as I got older and cared how I looked, so like teenage years and above, like one of my primary goals on vacation was to get a tan living in New England. Um, once I realized that I looked way better with a tan – I always wanted a tan and I lived in New England and those chances were few and far between. So now that I live in California, I, I, sh- I shouldn't need that, but I just can't now be bothered to lay outside. So I've in the pandemic, I've become a huge fan of like self tanners mm. and specifically like very, very ultra dark, like foaming self tanners. I've tried all of them. I've got, I can do a whole podcast on that mm. separately. But um, traveling with it is difficult because it's a big, it's more than the stupid 3.3 ounce thing, which is like, are we still really doing this? Like, Texas already got rid of masks. Why are we still doing, we can't have more than 3.3 ounces? People are going to try to have bombs on the plane and stuff. Oh my God. You know what I'm going to do? Because they say that you can have food. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up like it's a ketchup bottle or something like that. Why don't you do that? Why don't you just put it into a Ziploc bag or something or like a. I don't know. Would I don't know. Be allowed on still. I, I don't know. know. But anyways, the first story is that um, put it in I a was, hummus container. I well, so the first, you know, I I I keep, you know, I'm like, if it's sealed, both of the times they were sealed, they were brand new. This the first time I was going to a destination, and I had a brand new thing on me. And they fucking stopped me. And it was it was like really late at night at LAX. There was nobody in line. I had a little bit of time. I never really have time, but I had a little bit of time. And um, I was like, I really can't take it. They're like, oh, you have to check it. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. So I'm like, I'm just going to put it on right fucking here then. And I literally like rolled up my sleeve, took off my jacket, rolled up my pants. And I'm just like applying some of the tanner. Yeah, come on. 
Um, and then the second time you were with me, it was uh, yeah. recently. And I saw this unfold, and I knew, I was like, are you serious? So I, I had ordered some of the Sunless Tanner two-hour hotel um, because, God forbid, I actually, like, sit outside in Florida and get a real tan. And I never ended up using it um, because, again, poor time management. And um, so I was like, well, I want to take it home with me because it spends like 35 bucks. So I had it in my bag and I was just like, oh, maybe it won't be a big deal. Then, like you always think like, oh, well, not you always. Maybe this is just me. But I'm like, maybe it's not that big of a deal. And then it, well, once you get in line, you're like you think that you've got you're like you've got like 80 gram, 80 kilos of like Coke strapped to you. And and, and, and like the reality sets in that they're going to catch me with something. And nobody like, I don't care what it is. No one they likes to catch be caught. No one likes to get in trouble. It like, goes back to when you were a kid. Right. You know? But you, the the thing with that, that situation is you asked the person. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Right, so good. I asked the guy, I was like, look, this is sealed. Can I bring it? And he was like, no, nope. it's over three. And I was like, okay. So what do I do? I put it back in the bag. And I watch and I you do it. My, and he's watching me. I watched you do it. And I was like, no, come on. And like, by the way, we did not have time to get to like, we, we did never not have time, have time to spare. We I know. Never we'll we'll get time. into that. We'll get into that whole thing. Um, we were already late. And, and like, there were other bags ahead of me that had to be looked at. Like, this was taking up a lot of time. So, um yeah, I, I, sure, sure enough, they saw it and they took it aside. And like, I could just see the guy looking back at me like. Yeah, the same guy that said to no him. to you is the guy who finds it. And yeah. then it takes him 10 minutes to find it again and run it through the thing and stuff. Exactly. And I'm just like, yeah, that was an asshole thing because it's like. You know they're gonna find it. It's huge, the bottle. And then like, and then what's my response to that is um yeah, what did you oh, why say? don't we go stop why don't we go stop by the lounge before we get on the flight? And yeah. you're just like, what the fuck? So I'm gonna I'm gonna decide that we're gonna go into the lounge thing because no matter what, look, my perspective is I pay I think I I forget if it's ninety five a year or two hundred a year. It's well your stupid- perspective's fucked. Oh <laughs> so I pay a stupid amount of money a year for this stupid card that comes with American Airlines lounge access and um I want to get my money's worth. I also want a free drink. So it doesn't matter. I could have two hours for a flight, which let's be honest, when does that ever happen unless I have a connection? And even I could have an eight hour connection and I will find a way to be late to my second flight. I will I will seek out ways to be late to flights. And it's like, you would just think that my mom's perspective on that would be like, all I'm doing is hurting myself. No, I'm in, I'm, I'm always somehow inconveniencing, whether it's my travel partner or it's like the woman at the desk or something. Like I almost wasn't home the night before Thanksgiving because I got to the Key West airport late. And then what do I do? And like, I, I pull out the waterworks and here's the funny thing. Like, I had to cry and beg like it was a whole thing with the woman at the checkout or sorry, at the check in desk. But then I wasn't even fast enough. I dilly dallied once I got through security and they almost had closed the door to get on the damn plane. So I like almost missed it twice. So I often do that. Yeah, there was there's been times where like I go like. I, there was one time where I like met someone in line and we were like, do we have time to go do shots? I think we have time. By the way, I was like 25 when this happened, but we were like, let's go do shots at the bar. 
we do shots at the bar and I'm like, you know, I thought, oh, 16 minutes, that's forever. We come back. I shit you know, it said closed. Yeah. The, thing. the they, guy starts pressing buttons on the door, like to the jetway. And I'm like, dude, even if you know the code, how the fuck do you know the code? And we're going to jail. Somehow we miraculously made the fight. But did I just like get on quietly? No. I asked the woman, I was like, do you have any seats? Like, could we sit next to each other? She's like, get the fuck off. I know. If I was a flight attendant, I would rip you a new asshole, I think, speaking yeah. of assholes. Um, I, yeah, the, the, the tanning bottle thing, I saw you do that whole thing. And I was like, why did you waste our time and that guy's time? Like, like send. why don't you order it and send it to wherever the hell you're going? Like, you know you know, you got to put it on. You know you're going to want it. It's 30 40 bucks a pop, so it's not cheap. And you keep throwing them out. And I, and you're putting it on at the security uh, gate. See, I wasn't with you when you were doing that, but like, no, I was alone. Thank God. That would piss me. That would piss me off. Can you imagine seeing someone applying self tanner in the middle of like security at an airport? That's what I was. Doing. I gotta tell. And, and then and then, Kenny. God damn it. Um, now of course the dogs bark. Um, and then when we went to St. Lucia, we missed our flight. Because you didn't get up early. Yeah. Or on time or whatever. International flight. Um, was that my birthday? I don't remember. Um, Cassie's texting. That's not anyone here, is it? I hope. I don't know. Okay. Cassie's texting and podcasting at the same time. Well, because I'm wondering if somebody's here. Well, it's 730, so no one should be here. Um, yeah, because that, that we said 730, so like... You're kind of an asshole if you show up any earlier than 8.15 when you say 7.30, right? Like, right. just know, right. understand that right. we let's need 8.15. These people don't know this. So let's okay. get back to, to the stories. Okay. So, so yeah. So we miss a, we miss a flight to St. Lucia. Uh, I think it was my birthday or something. Right. I don't know, it was someone's it was a, a Oh, it was Shana's, which but I'm going to see Shana. But it was also my birthday, I believe. Yep. Uh, it was yeah. It was around the time of your birthday. Yep. So, so like we miss show. we we miss an international flight to St. Lucia from L.A. because Cass. I told I I always say like we got to get there, and you didn't get up in time. I and didn't we, get up and in we, time, and we missed it. And you did pull the waterworks card at the at the the desk, and they were like, uh, "Tough shit." Yeah. yeah, here's a flight to Miami, and then you can stay there and get, we'll go the next morning. That's so yeah, we missed a day for the vacation. We did get some nice food in Miami. Still. Yeah, that wasn't the point of the trip. I mean, <clears throat> I gotta tell you, <laughs> I gotta tell you, like, I like, wasn't good. I like traveling with you, but it stresses me the fuck out sometimes. Yeah, I know. I mean, I jo- I always joke about like, you know, because we have done trips where we've taken separate flights because one of us has booked a flight without the other one or found it cheaper. I don't know, whatever. And we've met at the place, and I was like, "This ain't a bad idea with you, Cassie Pye." You want to make a movie about that, like couples I, well, that travel separately I, I do but together. Think, I do think it's a funny idea because well, they so- do say I, they do say traveling is the worst part of a vacation with a family, with whatever, because you got to deal with everyone else's uh, things that are going on. Well, but how did whether, I? Whether how- it's lateness, uh, losing thing, losing things, which uh, we both are guilty of, but both are you especially, I would say, mm-hmm. on trips, on trips. Half and half. I don't lose things on trips. Mm, I found your wallet today. But anyways. Um, yeah, so, but it was home. It was well, in the car. It wasn't. In the car. It, it when home. we first dated, Outside. when we the, the first time you came here to visit me, you left your laptop on an airplane and we had to take a cab from All right, Hollywood. But hold to, on. Before we wrap, before we wrap, <laughs> let's, let's, let's finish right. what happened. What ha- so, but you got to give it to me for a creative way to solve 
um, the issue of us missing the flight to St. Lucia is the other thing we had to deal with when we got to St. Lucia was a three hour ride from the airport. Because here's the thing, you could fly into the airport that was like right next to the wedding venue if you wanted to spend like $17,000. Everyone else flew to the other airport Mm. where you had to then take a three hour flight. But I found out you could take a helicopter from that airport to the other one because it was such a popular area to go to. But it was like 150 per person. So instead of like me taking full responsibility, I was like, huh, well, it's Doug's birthday and his friends can't be with him. And again, pre-COVID. So I like went around and like crowdfunded our, yeah, but that's our helicopter also, ride. That's also I got like all of, of our friends and family to pay for us to take a helicopter ride because I missed Yeah, because you the fucked flight. up. And, but that's also an asshole move, I would say. Because first of all- Why do you all, think I'm bringing it up on the asshole I show? I know, I know. Isn't this the asshole show? It is, but it's like- it's like, oh, does Doug want a helicopter ride for his birthday? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask friends and family for shit. Otherwise, you were either getting that or nothing. So. I know, but it's like I get I get this this helicopter ride from hell. Hey, it was beautiful. No, 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 no. You liked it. I was it scared. Was, no, it was scary. It was nice, but it was scary. You were taking time. videos and photos yes, like but you at were the same, goddamn. But at the same time, I'm like, this thing could crash Maverick. into the mountain. And, you were uh, like Maverick up there. You know, and I now, was. Now, now you think of shit like what's the other Kobe dying guy? in what's a helicopter. You're like, I'm never taking this thing oh, again. Oh, God. No, bring um, that up. Um, but, but it is like, yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, like this is one of my, this is my birthday gift, a helicopter ride. Okay. Um, great. Um, you know, you have a way of doing that, like weaseling things in somehow. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing I'll say. Like my last asshole, like thing was very, it was like one of my last flights. Do you think that's a little selfish? Yes, of course it's selfish. I, I, I look, I'm an only child. I definitely have only children tendencies like for example like when i travel and i stay with my friends i just use their shit i don't ask like in my mind like it's an awkward i shouldn't have to ask i don't like it when people ask me just use my shit how am i even going to know by the way and even like Like, what do you mean like lauren comes here and all kinds of food goes disappearing and i'm like you know she doesn't really like you know lauren's not like a big eater so i'm like i can't imagine it was her but she also likes to clean so maybe she threw things out but then i always default to like Ah, I probably did something with it and I don't remember. So anyways, but like, so yes, I have some selfish tendencies. So for example, you know, I thought that I was cute and I think that I'm like Kristen Wiig and we're like recently on a flight. I just like walked my ass over to one of the many empty business class seats and I just laid down and I thought if I laid down and put a, and put a blanket over and covered myself wholly that no one would notice that there's like a dead body looking thing laying in one of the chairs. Uh, that's and the their guy, job to notice that. I, exactly. <laughs> right. We'd be in trouble. If it, but the guy comes over to me and he's like, he's like, excuse me, I'm, I'm sorry. You can't sit here. You're going to need to go back. And at first I just didn't, again, I didn't answer because I think if I don't answer, then maybe he will think, oh, I've made a mistake and this is just a chair. Um, but then finally he's like, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry, but you need to go back to your seat. And I, all I could think of to say was, I don't want to. And he's like, I'm sorry. And I was, and I literally said to him, I was like, I'm taking the blanket. And he was like, that's fine. But see, and that, I did take but, the blanket and that, the pillow. But didn't that work for you on some other flight that you were able to just sit? I'm more asked. Like, I know what you're what you're supposed to I do. I tried to do that once. I tried to do that from Mexico City and they kicked me out as well at one point. Yeah, because you were inspired by me because I had gone to Brazil I tried and got that. Yeah, I like, I'm yeah. telling you, that was the best flight of my life. But what I like, that was like a guy like that guy obviously had a thing because he at the end of the trip. 
he came over to me. He's like, here's a little something to remember your sexual chocolate. It was a black man. I think his name is Carl. And he gave me like a chocolate shaped plane, like airplane in a, like a wrapped one. But it was he. he a plane. A plane. Yes. Oh. Like it was shaped like an aeroplane. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. I mean. You know, I'm know. an asshole when I travel. I I am like I honestly that's just that's like it five of like five hundred stories. I'm gonna admit it stresses me out. Like I know, especially since we haven't been traveling much together in the past year since pandemic. So like when yeah. we went away, I was like, wow, this took a lot out of me. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should meet you. <laughs> well, look, I you know we've got some things to I've got some things to work on. Um. I don't like to stress people out, but you know, it's, we're all doing the best we can, right? Like we're all, yeah. we've all got, but I our do things. like, I do like when we finally get to wherever we're going. Yeah. Together. We always have but a great, getting there. our first night is always ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Let's end it. Let's end it. We got to tell the Iceland story because you brought it up on the last one and then let's end it because quite frankly, I get a, that's, that's, I let's, why don't we things. save that for the next one? Cause we're, all, we're already at an hour. Oh, oh, we are? Yeah, yeah, My we God, are. time flies when you're having fun. Let me just okay. ask you uh, one or two questions here. Yeah, okay. All right, complete this sentence with anything other than your job title. I am a blank. Asshole? <laughs> I am a singer. You are a singer. Yes. Yes, you are. And um, I hope that you... Uh, I can also be an asshole about karaoke, too. Well, yeah. If, mean, especially if I give the guy like 25 bucks and he doesn't put me up like... Many times mm-hmm. I get pit. I got pissed about that recently, actually. Really? Like in the last year, obviously. It's COVID, but. Well, you are yeah. a great singer. And yeah, I hope you do uh, focus on that more when things are starting to go back to normal. Carve out time for that again. Um, what is the best uh, compliment that you've ever received? Oh, um, two things come to mind. Uh, three things. Three things. All my, like, I'm usually described as being loyal. Mm. My parents always instilled in me growing up that I had good judgment. And that was kind of like a really great example of like good reinforcing behavior, like a reinforcing comp, whatever you call it. Like when you reinforce good behavior. And then um, I get Kristen Wiig a lot, not physically, but like that I'm funny like her, which yeah, is a huge are. compliment are, to me. You are funny like her. Thank yeah. you. My God, yeah. our dog is like molesting you right now. We're, he's going to be canceled. Waffles, this is not good behavior. Waffles, this is on video right now. Waffles, People are going to see that's this. Like, that's like David Letterman sniffing um, Drew Barrymore's hair. Uh, or no, no, no. Ju- um, Jen- Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer uh, Aniston. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, um, Cassie, you really uh, put yourself out there today um, with these uh, travel asshole stories. There's much more that we want to talk about. So much more. Which we will next time you are on. Um, and you really put yourself out there today. So, uh, the way we end the show is that everyone says their name and they say that they're an asshole. So go ahead. Thank you, Doug. And thanks for having me on, on the podcast. Um, before this long journey home, I would just like to say that my name is Cassie Pyers and I'm an asshole. There you have it, folks. Cassie Pyers, Cassie Pyers Bass. Yes. And she is an asshole. Uh, well, I thank you for coming on today and uh, spilling all your asshole secrets and spilling all your asshole and uh, and, uh, so. and uh, you know also uh, you know having uh, interesting things to talk to me about on the show as my wife. Um, I feel like uh, we haven't talked this long in a while. 
It's like an hour. Here we I'm go. straight talking. You always got to find a negative thing. Maybe we should come on here once a week and just talk. Okay. Catch up. You know. Well, why, why not? not? Rob does. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Is there anything else you want to say on this uh, this edition? No. Just um, make sure to follow the Asshole Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to you know get on your your Apple whatever the Stitchers or the Who What's and the Where Nows, but like. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. it. Like it, comment. Make sure you guys subscribe. follow us on follow. Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. The YouTube station is station. The YouTube channel is at Doug Bass Comedy. Cassie Pyers, you can follow her on what? Instagram. What is your Yeah, name? and I'll, we'll put my OnlyFans in the link down below. Oh, you started an OnlyFans? <laughs> I better get 20% of that <laughs> income. Uh, no, she does not have one. So stop looking for it right now. Um <laughs> Anyway, Cassie Pyers, thanks for being on. Uh, Remember, folks, don't be an asshole. But if you are, laugh about it and talk about it. My name's Doug Bass. We'll see you next time. Bye. Uh, Bye. I forgot to say goodbye. I lowered the mic before I did that. Bye. Bye.